0: All right, what's going on, everybody? Parker here, uh, and this is episode number thirty-six of the All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast. I'm Parker Fields, as always, here with my co-host Donnie Minky. Donnie, how are you doing today?
1: Doing pretty good, man. I'm really hyped for this game. We're about to we're about to see tonight. We it's got a be, huge matchup on
0: on Monday Night Football tonight as the Bengals host the Buffalo Bills in an AFC showdown. One seed implications are on the line. Two seed implications are on the line for tonight. Winner of this will be the two seed right now, correct? No, but Buffalo Bills will still be the one. On to, yeah. yeah. Bills will hold on to the one. But um, yeah, it's a big time matchup today, and I I can't wait to watch it. But before we get into this matchup, we want to talk a little bit about some more Cincinnati sports news from this week, weekend. Uh let's talk a little bit about Xavier's big time matchup tonight. Big time matchup, or sorry, tonight. Sorry, big time matchup from this weekend, and their 83 to 73 win over number two Yukon. Uh, Donnie, what were your thoughts on that game? Some, just give me a little bit quick.
1: I mean, that was impressive. I really thought UConn was about to pull away and make the second half kind of, you know, their their half where they were just going to, you know, be the better team, be the show they were ranked number two in the country, and they just didn't. Like, they just – they never pulled away, and I'm not – like, Xavier's offense showed up, showed out against a top five defense according to Ken Palm shoot 54 percent from the field against that defense holy crap who are you not going to score on
0: yeah that game was special i mean being in the crowd too like or not in the crowd but being there in the game uh in my little booth surrounded by the crowd the crowd was just going <laughs> insane they were going to oh, yeah, hear it yeah they said that like i asked one of like the the security people and he was like, "I've worked here like eight years. This is what maybe the biggest crowd and most electric the crowd's ever been." And I was like, "I mean, yeah, this was insane."
1: Yeah, I was the only ones that seemed like they were even close were the shootout crowds, and then like yeah, whenever Nova is highly ranked coming in, specifically the one that was the one versus five matchup in what was it, twenty sixteen? But yeah, that's that's as electric as I've seen it in a long time, and that's as big as a big of a win as Xavier's had in a long time.
0: Yeah, this this one was huge.
1: <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah.
0: Um, Xavier just looked like – they looked like a top 15 team, top 10 team maybe on um, that night. Like, they looked, they looked really, really good, and they looked like they figured things out defensively. I mean
1: – Yeah, it really did. Not- Jordan Hawkins, I
0: mean, maybe UConn's – definitely UConn's best perimeter player couldn't get anything going all night long. Xavier was just swarming him. Jordan Hawkins couldn't get anything going like his jump shot was off completely I mean he couldn't drive to the rim Xavier was being super physical with him and the thing is it's not like they put some big body to be physical it was Adam Kunkel being super physical with him
1: yeah and that they got players to take the shots they wanted to take like Andre Jackson like I know he made four but he should not be taking 12 threes for UConn that is no. not the dude you want taking that many. You don't want any of these shooters except maybe Hawkins taking 12 threes, but you yeah. just definitely don't want Jackson doing it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it was just, it was, it was quite the effort from Xavier on yeah. on Saturday. Let's just say that it was, it really was quite yeah. the effort. This was a yeah. super, super important win here.
1: Yeah. And uh, before we, uh, I want to give props to Jerome Hunter, man. Oh yeah, that fifteen was,
0: points, nine to nine from the line. Forgot yeah, about five
1: it. five rebounds. That what was it? at deep into the second half? That offensive rebound through three UConn defenders falling falling down like that was yeah. that encapsulates the hustle he's had this season. That's the turnaround. It's just such a different player this year from last year. He's not taking stupid threes. <laughs> he's, he's hustling like crazy. He's getting, mm-hmm. he's active on the glass. He's a good defender. I mean he's it's just a total 180. I'm I'm really impressed.
0: I want to see real quick what he was on one thing. What was Yeah, he was about he hadn't shot more than four free throws in a game all year and he's shooting about 60% before this game. <laughs> and he went yeah, 9 of 9. That that is crazy to do like shooting perfect from the free throw line is maybe the hardest thing to do in basketball. Seriously. Like on, on over like five or six attempts, that might be the hardest thing to do in basketball. Cause everybody knows free throws are the most mentally challenging part of basketball. I mean, Mm -hmm. this was a hostile environment, even at home, your, your adrenaline's rushing so hard that like, it's probably hard to calm down at the free throw line. It's not as easy to get calm down there and to go nine to nine is super impressive.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, he's coming off a 10
0: rebound game versus St. John's, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's just kind of filling in the gaps where they need him to, doing everything but shooting threes, which is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Which, because they've got enough shooters. They really do. They didn't show up in this game, but they've got enough shooters. They just need him to attack and defend and, you know, rebound the ball. And he's playing that perfectly.
0: In this game, this was a test to, to, the talent level they have in the front court, because Conkle and Sol- Sole Boom were pretty much just disappeared this game. <laughs> like o- offensively, yeah. at least like they really weren't, really weren't shooting the ball. Well, really weren't scoring the ball well at all. And like, if you didn't watch them play defense, you would have had no idea they were there.
1: Yeah. Like boom made some timely plays. Obviously you get seven free yeah. throws. So he was still attacking, even if the yeah. shot wasn't falling. And, and but... boom,
0: boom. has such a high usage rate in their offense like he's gonna he's gonna get points eventually from the foul line stuff like that but shooting the ball is what i mean like he really struggled from the field and everything three of ten yeah
1: but jones nunji and Fremantle, are why and and hunter that those are the four those are the main reasons they won this game like Kunkel was Kunkel did a lot to facilitate offensively yeah and and boom did his thing but Jones had that pretty – Jones had that put back late in the mm-hmm. game that that effectively iced it, I think. Um, Nunjigin, you don't win this game without him. No. He he was so critical just to have somebody in Sonogo's face.
0: I will say the one thing <clears> – <throat> the one thing that I will say on Colby uh, Jones there – I wish he would have dunked that breakaway. That place would have erupted, but he, for some <laughs> reason, laid it in. Like Kobe, we—I know you're tired, but you—you y- can dunk that. Come on now. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> that place can, would have a berserk if he didn't shoot a layup. <laughs> if he dunked
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't kidding, man. That That, yeah. that, that place would have exploded. That's a, my
0: only gripe. Um, and from Fremantle. from oh, Nungi, like you said, just his body being out there, just like a big body helped them tremendously. Cause like yeah. we all know Nunji's not the greatest defender. He he's just not. His feet are pretty slow. He's not the greatest defender, but he bodied up with Sonogo very well during that game. And he was forcing yeah, Sonogo you know. into some tough hooks and everything. And um, yeah, and he did it without fouling too. Sonogo shot no free yeah. throws during the game.
1: Yeah, I was I was super impressed in finding out after the game that Nanji was was sick enough that he was sleeping a half hour before tip and yeah. the only reason he weird is because he didn't have a fever so that makes it even more impressive playing 24 minutes against maybe the most physical big in the big east
0: yeah pro- probably the most physical big in the big big east he is and, massive yeah <laughs> and,
1: yeah and drawing on the bat away from the basket on offense like he was pulling Sonogo away from the rim and is why Yukon had so much trouble defending because Sonogo wasn't there to clean up their mistakes he was mm-hmm. out 18 feet away and he absolutely embarrassed Klingon. totally dashed his one and done hopes today i think oh yeah the way he took him one on one on the perimeter he's like <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was hilarious.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. And, I mean, o- overall, this was just a really exciting matchup. And it was a tale of two, of two weekends for the other Cincinnati school as Cincinnati lost to Temple. The University of Cincinnati lost to Temple. And they didn't play too great.
1: Yeah, no, that only shooting 38% from the field against a team that's outside top 100, basically every metric, is just not good. I know you're on the road, but and Temple's been pretty up and down I'll give you that but you just can't be losing these kind of games man like Temple is 100 and ranked <laughs> 138th on defense mm-hmm. and you're only going to shoot 38% from the field
0: it's what I've talked about with DC they just have this tendency to just have lapses on offense where they just they can't buy a bucket at all and it, it just really shows sometimes
1: yeah and that perimeter defense clearly didn't show up either. Like, 8 of 18 from 3 for Temple. Like, it's really hard to win a game when you shoot that badly and the opponent shoots that well from 3. Just no matter what else you do, it's just hard to win that game. Yep. And that's basically yep. all it comes down to. <clears throat> oh, geez, I didn't even see the rebounding numbers. It felt like it, seeing the clips I did that Temple was beating him on the glass, but 46 to 28? <laughs> damn. Like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really hard to win like that it's just i don't i don't it's really that it feels like it's that simple
0: no doubt it's it's definitely hard to win like that if you can't if you can't rebound yeah you're not winning that game and the only reason xavier almost lost this game to get back to that real quick because you see we'll we'll focus more on uc we're gonna have a college basketball episode soon so we'll focus more on it. But we obviously, we have to talk about Xavier here as they pulled off a massive, massive win. Um, Xavier almost lost that game simply due to just being outshot in terms of at the half, they were shooting 58%, and UConn was shooting Mm -hmm. 47%. I forget the full game numbers, but UConn had the lead because UConn had a total of 11 more shot attempts in the first half than Xavier. It was like 37 to 26 shot attempts, and that – that's the only reason UConn was even competing. They were just out hustling Xavier for those 50-50 balls sometimes, just getting up more shots is pretty much what was happening.
1: Yeah, they um. so I've got the stats right in front of me. UConn attempted 67 shots. Xavier only attempted 52, so yeah. four extra in the second half. But Xavier had four offensive rebounds, and UConn had 13.
0: That's Yeah, that's the only reason UConn even came close to winning was just UConn rebounded well on the offensive end, and that was pretty much it.
1: Yeah. Andre Jackson, man. I know I clowned on him for near the near triple but double. He's he's pretty critical. Yeah, he's extremely critical to what they do.
0: Almost had a triple double. Yeah, <laughs> really? Ten, reba-
1: ten rebounds and eight assists, another two steals. Like, and honestly, four for twelve from three. Like, he, yeah. He and Sonogo are are why it was that close. Yeah. Because Hawkins, I mean, like you said, didn't super show up today.
0: Yeah, he, he just didn't. And Andre Jackson Jr., I literally, I'd tweet. I was like, I am impressed with this kid. (laughs) Because, like, going to the game, he was not the, I mean, Hawkins and Sonogo are the two guys you, like, knew, like, you need to worry about. Those are the two all-conference-level players. Um, Right. But Jackson Jr. goes out there and had eight assists with, like, two minutes into the first, second half, and he kind of blew the triple-double. He had it for the taking there. He had, like, nine boards, (laughs) eight assists with, like, 17 minutes left of the game and only ended up with 10 rebounds, eight assists. But like, I mean, he, he should have had a triple double really that kind of fell apart late. He really should have had a triple double.
1: Yeah. He really should have it's. And honestly, I think a big difference looking at the offensive, like the assist numbers, 15 of UConn's 23 assists came from Jackson Newton. Whereas Xavier had five guys with at least three. Yeah. You kind of only had those two above two. So, yeah, like the variety I think Xavier had on offense was was pretty critical. Yep to to having it flow as well as it did. But um, we could talk about this game
0: all all day honestly because it was just a huge win. So we'll we'll stop here. I'd say you ready to get into the Bengals talk for the?
1: Oh wait, I think the uh the new AP poll just posted. Let's see what Xavier. Yeah, is up see to what Xavier team. Yeah, they're eighteen. They're What's 18. UConn? What'd they only fell four. They fell okay. four.
0: I don't think so, they really should have fell. It's not a bad loss. You lost to a no, top 25 team. The, at, yeah, yeah. Into a tough one of the toughest place to throws. play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, cool. <laughs>
0: and it's a but, better uh, win for yeah. Xavier. The lower they, like the less amount UConn drops. <laughs> it's yeah, a better win. <laughs> that's,
1: that's a signature quad one. Put your stamp on it. That'll get you into the tournament borderline win.
0: Yeah. Cause Xavier didn't really have any of those last year.
1: No, not any of the last four years.
0: Yeah, yeah. And last year, that's probably what held them back from making the tournament, besides obviously yeah. the collapse. But they still almost made the tournament with that collapse. Right. Um, We can get into, though, talk a little bit about uh, or not a little bit. Talk about Monday Night Football here. It's a huge, huge matchup with massive playoff seeding implications in it because um, the Raiders looked like they're not going to give up. They're going to fight the last week of the season so they can win that game for us. They could. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. it's definitely going to happen, but. I wouldn't lose all faith in us getting the one seed. I still think there's a chance if we win tonight, and if we win tonight, we do clinch the division now as the Ravens lost yep. last night. So we don't even have to beat the Ravens next week if we just win tonight, which is exactly. awesome. But we still yeah. won't. We still won't bench anybody, obviously, because we still have the one seed up for grabs.
1: Right, and uh, well, and the Chiefs play Saturday next week. So even if we win tonight, we'll know the possible range of outcomes before they even kick off on Sunday. Yeah. I'm um I'm
0: very excited about this game tonight though. This is yeah. the most I've excited I've been about a game all season. I said that before the Chiefs game. I'm more excited for this one. We've seen Mahomes <laughs> versus Burrow 3 times now. Like that's we have not seen Burrow versus Allen yet. This hasn't happened yet. Right. I don't really know how we've seen Mahomes versus Burrow 3 times before we saw Josh Allen versus Burrow, but hey, I mean, neither are in our division, so it's kind of weird that we played Mahomes three yeah. times already. Did we play the Bills in the 2020 season? I don't even think we did when he, no.
1: like when Burrow it's was hurt. It's been a while since they played the Bills. Yeah.
0: Why? Why has it been so long?
1: I don't know, man. It's just they haven't played the AFC East, I don't think, as a whole since this is the first time they played the AFC East since Burrow came in the league. Yeah, but we the played Bengals the Jets every single year. Same spot, we play the Jets the Bills-
0: every year, it seems like.
1: Well, the Jets finished last in their division, like the Bengals did last <laughs> until last year. Yeah, so I'm looking. The last just... time
0: the Bills and Bengals played was 2019.
1: Yep. So pre burrow Yeah,
0: this is the 0 and three Bengals. Oh yeah, they almost. I remember that game. That was the that was when they went two and fourteen or whatever, but like lost every game by like one possession. Like they could have been like. Ten and six or something. They lost every game by one in possession. I remember that.
1: Thank God Um, they weren't ten and six. (laughs) Yeah. Thank
0: God, literally. Uh, Thank Thank God, the Dolphins pulled that game out in overtime. Thank God.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That would have been because
0: we'd be here with Tua, Herbert. Uh, But we would have taken Tua. I feel like, honestly,
1: the staff was talking about.
0: Really, they would have taken Herbert over. Okay. Then cool. I would okay, about. I would yeah. have, I would have been that upset then. If we had Tua Yeah, no. He's not yeah. horrible, but like just the other two are Herbert. leagues. Yeah. <laughs> the other two are two of the top 5 quarterbacks in the NFL. The other ones not even close. <laughs> He's like 15. No. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but getting into this matchup, what do you think is the biggest one of the biggest things to watch in this game? What are you going to be looking out there for? Like individual matchups up out there?
1: Isaiah Prince versus Greg Russo. That That's the big one for me. Just that tackle because he's got to step has, up. Tackle's got to step up. And Russo's got true game wrecking potential. Like he's got size and athleticism. And if you let him get going, he gets going. Like he's, he's <laughs> really freaking good. Yeah. And uh, I think he's a little underrated just because he plays next to Vaughn Miller. So he doesn't always get all the stats. But he's really good. Absolutely somebody I'm worried about heading into this game. And uh, if they can contain him, I think they'll have a pretty good day on the offensive yeah. line. If they have a good plan for him, I think they'll be okay. I'm I'm with you there, Donnie.
0: I think that if the Bengals can really, really protect Burrow tonight, we're going to be fine offensively. We'll be fine offensively. Yeah. My big worry on the defensive end for the Bengals is I'm worried about them tackling Josh Allen. Uh, our corners need to play yeah. physical like they have. Mike Hilton came to our break. Is Mike Hilton playing tonight?
1: Yeah. The only guy on the injury report for the Bengals is is Hubbard.
0: Yeah, that's what I saw. I was just making sure because I knew Hilton's been out, and I didn't want to sound like an idiot. But um, (laughs) I think if we can tackle Josh Allen, we'll be fine defensively. I'm just worried about it because in years past, the Bengals have struggled with running quarterbacks. We all know Lamar Jackson, historically against the Bengals, torches them in the run game. Not as much with an arm, but just torches the Bengals running the ball. (laughs) And, um, I mean – Josh Allen's a freight train out there. He's tough to tackle. And our our corners are a little smaller. We don't have the biggest secondary. So they're going to have to tackle yeah. big 66. Six. What is he 250 260 Josh Allen?
1: He's like yeah, he's like 665 two, 250 something. Like he's Yeah. He he's Her- really really tough to bring down. Herbert That's might be the only 66
0: six QB in the league right now. I think he's actually 66 six, Herbert
1: yeah, he is. Okay, according to ESPN, Allen is 6'5", 237.
0: I'm calling Cap on 237. I think he weighs <laughs> a lot. I weigh 215, and I'm 6'2". Herbert, or Josh out, no. No, you, weigh, you, you don't weigh 20 pounds more than me. I'm calling Cap.
1: Because
0: <laughs> I'm not no. that big. Like, come on now.
1: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's all muscle. With how tough he is to bring down, still, he's not. Cap.
0: He's not no. He's not no eight percent body fat. Josh Allen's got some. He's 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 probably like 15 percent. So he's nah. <laughs> I'm calling cap. He's two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: we'll see tonight, but yeah, man, he, that you're right. Bringing him down is going to be absolutely key. Once he's in your like, once you've got him, you can't let him go. Because once exactly. you let him go, he's able to create some magic. He also has mm-hmm. some turnover-worthy plays in those, but you, you don't want to risk it.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Um, Another matchup I'm excited to watch uh, defensively for the Bills uh, and offensively for us is Jamar Chase versus Travius White tonight. I think that could be a really interesting matchup, and I, I'm kind of expecting another T. Higgins 100-plus-yard game tonight.
1: I could see it being a chase game just because the Bills have – for some reason they have a tendency to allow these big games to these number 1 receivers. They do. Justin, they do. Justin Jefferson sticks out just because of that catch. But they've done it they've done it fairly often.
0: My my only thing is like I feel like the Bengals might come out as like they did in the Patriots game and kind of like let's get T Higgins the ball early and often and then Chase will be wide because they're going to start keying on Higgins if we just throw to Higgins early. The Bengals have a tendency the first drive pretty much recently is to be like screw the run game just throw the ball and make them come make them push back defensively and then open up holes for the run game and for the screens to chase and all and open all that stuff up
1: yeah that's true it just I don't know it's I could see legitimately any one of the receivers having a big night it's just gonna depend on the matchup.
0: Yeah, you could see because, a Tyler Boyd game. We haven't yeah, seen could, one I, in like seven or eight games, I feel like. A Tyler shoot, Boyd Shoot,
1: I could, I, I could see a Trent Irwin game. I could see a Hayden I was about Hurst to say, game. what are the
0: odds? I wonder what the odds are like in Vegas for a Trenton Irwin touchdown, anytime touchdown. I don't know. I feel like it could happen tonight again.
1: I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Um...
0: <laughs> I feel like it could happen again.
1: <laughs> it definitely could just because. He's... And we could talk
0: about that stuff now because, I mean, Cincinnati, we can bet now.
1: Yeah On stuff other than player props Because Ohio was January 1st
0: Ohio was I'm correct on this I'm 99 point yeah I definitely am You couldn't bet anything in Ohio Like Kentucky you can do like Daily fantasy betting like you can bet on player props You can bet on all that stuff Ohio you couldn't bet on anything Like and now you can just bet On literally everything before you could literally Bet on nothing dude so that's like, I mean, that's awesome. But getting back to football here,
1: I Trent think. Trenton Irwin anytime touchdown, according to Action Sports, is plus 750. Hey,
0: hey. That's a good, on that's Fambu. good odds. It's on fans. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good odds. That's good but odds. That's good odds. I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's it really I think it's just going to depend on the matchup off because Trey White, he's looked better each week, but he's not Trey White again yet. Mm -hmm. So that could be an issue. Taron Johnson is a good run slot corner for the Bills. But like when he gets targeted, he allows completions like quite a bit. So I could see Boyd eating there. Mm -hmm. Elam's still a rookie. I could see him having issues with Higgins, you know. With their scheme, the seam could be open for Irwin or Hearst. Like, it's just going to depend on what the Bills, what they decide I will say, to try and take away.
0: The one reason I'm kind of high on Higgins tonight in this game is the Bills don't really have a big physical corner.
1: Like, yeah, they were Higgins is Elon a lot that, bigger. He's not quite there yet.
0: Higgins is a lot bigger than anybody they have <laughs> defensively. Like, they don't have like a Ramsey, like big physical corner. You know what I mean? uh, Like Higgins has a size advantage big time on these guys.
1: Yeah. And even with the disclaimer that with the, with the non-called defensive pass interference, Higgins still lit up Ramsey in the Super Bowl. I mean, I guess,
0: I guess literally Xavier Rhodes would be your biggest like physical corner.
1: I forgot he was still in the NFL.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That was a guy He was a pro bowler. Correct. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. He was
1: really good. Uh, I just forgot he was still playing.
0: Yeah, he's still playing, but he's I like the he fourth corner. Indy. No, you're, you're, getting getting you're getting confused. I think you're getting confused. He might have been with Indy for a little bit. I think. Um. Oh, yeah, he was. He was with Indy the last two years. Yep, you're
1: right. Okay, so I just missed that move. But I was just he thinking. Can, yeah, he's a good. Yeah. He's a good fourth corner to have.
0: For sure. I mean, even like. Uh, I mean, like, even at 32, he definitely has a former, like, all pro corner. He's still got something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's not that old. He still got, I mean, Terrence Newman was out there playing corner at like 46.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pac
0: Man even was playing at like what, 35, 36? I think. I believe so.
1: He, he might have been, yeah. But I'm just uh, yeah, corners I'm excited to see position. this wide
0: receiver versus corners matchup today.
1: Yeah, me too. I am curious to see how the uh, linebackers, fair against the because uh, they've been really good in cover two and eating up those those mm-hmm. checkdowns pretty quickly the yep. Bengals have kind of thrived off those so I'm curious like how the how they're going to counter that because they have to they have no choice Matt Milano is playing really well Edmonds is playing really well like those are just two really really good linebackers to have Milano is all over the place and Edmonds is pretty fast for a linebacker I,
0: I will say even as a Bengals fan this is what I'm telling you I'm not going to be biased I do think there's a decent shot here. Not like a pretty good shot that Gabe Davis gets loose for like a massive long touchdown or something tonight. I would not be shocked
1: because I, be surprised
0: I have a feeling we're definitely going to be because we don't really have anybody to just match up one on one with Stefan Diggs. Let's be real. Eli Apple no, is gonna not going to just. That, we're, yeah. Exactly. So I think at some point Gabe Davis might get loose.
1: <laughs> I could <laughs> he has see a tendency
0: to get loose almost every week. And. We're yeah. definitely, we don't have anybody to just match up on Stefan Diggs. Like that yeah. guy is maybe the best route runner in the NFL. Right. And it's just going to be, yeah, it's going to be tough to match up against him.
1: Yeah. They're going to have to throw the bracket to Diggs' side and Hilton's is yeah. really good to match up with McKenzie in the slot. And Davis so is one of the best be deep Davis, threats yeah. in the whole
0: NFL too.
1: He's just inconsistent as, as all, all get out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. On the season, <laughs>
0: 45 catches which is just not a lot at all, but he's 800 yards, almost has a thousand yard season can definitely yeah. have an a thousand yard year on like 50 catches, which is insane.
1: Yeah. He's a Mike
0: Williams. Happen. He's a Mike Williams before like, <laughs> before like the last two before years. Herbert.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Before Herbert. Cause
0: Mike Williams has definitely developed into a better receiver, like all around, but
1: yeah, he has. he's definitely
0: a Mike Williams.
1: <laughs> yeah. I could see but that. He's still
0: super young. He's still only 23. So he definitely has time to yeah. grow and develop.
1: And I know we're going to have to bracket Diggs, but I'm still worried. Like, Eli Apple's been playing well, but like you said, the route running for Diggs is just incredible. Like, yeah. he's be the best in the NFL. Oh, so for sure. As, even if you bracket, he's going to get loose. He's going to get free. He's just that good. And Allen's going to find him because they've got incredible chemistry. You're just going to have to, to, I will to say, throw what you can at him.
0: The NFL did really good on this one, making this primetime yeah. Monday Night Football. <laughs> This is the best Thursday Monday night with, football they predicted all year.
1: Yeah, the Thursday night games mostly sucked after week 1 or 2 this, whatever. This it might was. be the best primetime game is, all year. Like matchup wise. St- matchup going on paper. Like go, yes, yeah, that's what I mean. All year. Yeah. And I mean it definitely I mean, could live up to most, it too. This is tied for the most wins in Monday night football history. Since really? like ninety-seven or something like that. Yeah, because
0: yeah, usually nowadays Sunday night football gets the big dog games and Monday night gets the like the decent games and then Thursday night football gets Jags Texans. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like
1: Or Titans, like, they get Cowboys the def- with yeah. Tannehill and Henry out. <laughs>
0: yeah. But Monday night usually gets the like, you know what I mean? Like Saints Bucks. They're both all right. <laughs> like this yeah. year. Uh Monday night's got a huge, huge game here. And this is probably gonna be yeah. the most tuned in Monday night football game of the year, I would say for sure.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Just, I mean, these are the Bengals fan, like, Bengals, <sighs> sorry, <you>. the, <laughs> I should have the, the been Bengals you. Bengals apparently are a ratings draw now, but Buffalo's got a pretty national following. Yeah, have had for for years, so that'll be it'll be good, I think, from a ratings perspective, it, just if it was just these two markets tuning in, but the national interest in this game, because the Bills can clinch the one seed with a win. And the the Bengals can enter back into the conversation with a win. So, like, this is very much uh, a, a massive, massive game. Like, Josh Allen's one of the most marketable, one of the most well-known quarterbacks in the NFL. And I mean, and Burroughs kind of went become... To the Super Bowl last year.
0: Burroughs kind of become the trendy, like, Steph Curry bandwagon player, I feel like, for little kids. In my opinion, little, with yeah, a lot of little, little kids. Bit. He seems a little bit like the the trendy bandwagon he's getting to that point because people are like oh my god he wore a chain like uh, (laughs) like his outfits and Allen.
1: yeah yeah yeah. it's it's, it's them three yeah i feel
0: like mahomes just isn't as cool i don't know he just
1: mahomes mahomes is like
0: i feel like his wife and brother just make his
1: his i feel like mahomes is more the steph curry because like they're both more on the court than off but burrow feels like a little uh i don't know man i don't know if there's a good nba comp
0: Uh, he'd be like... He's obviously not LeBron. No, he'd be like a... It's like a Westbrook when Westbrook was really good.
1: (laughs) I I don't know, man. Because his his power... Harden? Harden? Maybe, but he's already had more postseason success than Harden does. I mean, yeah. That is true. Maybe it is Steph, I don't know. But Steph doesn't do that kind of stuff with the the glasses and the chain.
0: Harden would have a title if Chris Paul never got hurt, but...
1: That's but <laughs> <true>, because
0: <but. laughs> they would have they would have beat the Cavs handedly as well. Um, yeah, but um, I'm just this this matchup tonight's going to be huge. I'm just really scared about Josh Allen and us tackling him. That's like my biggest worry going into this game. Like, I just feel like he could have 100 rushing yards just from us not being able to tackle that guy. And I mean, not many teams can tackle that guy. He's huge and he's fast and he's his stiff arms. Disgusting. And he's not afraid of any hit, which is a good thing. I mean, for for him, it's really not a bad thing that he because like it's hard to like he's huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like yeah. I don't think it's that big of a worry when he goes and tries to truck people. I don't think McDermott like holds his breath that hard. You know what I mean? Because he's just yeah. huge. It's like with Cam Newton. Yeah. The, how many serious injuries did Cam Newton even have? The one his last year in Carolina, but I feel like that was also kind of like they that just was didn't like want him. Sapped
1: him. That also kind of sapped him, though. Like, he, yeah, he was done. After yeah. That.
0: Yeah. But. That's what I'm saying. But like I'm saying, like, it when you're that big, it's it's a lot harder to get hurt. It is. So I feel like it's yeah. a little bit less of a worry. Whereas Tua going in lower in the shoulder, you like have a heart attack.
1: Yeah. Especially with all the concussions to his head on top of that. But Alan had. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Hold up.
0: Hold up. Real quick. This. Uh... This is really off topic, but I have I have to get this in. What the hell did I say about Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins, baby, Donnie? What did I say? I said he'd whoop that ass, and what happened? He whooped that ass.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't remember that game. I blacked out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Donnie said Kirk Cousins was better than Aaron Rodgers.
1: Anything I said about the Vikings cannot be held against me. Anyway, um, yeah, get back to the Bengals. Anyway, <laughs> um. Burrow's better than both of those QBs. Uh, I agree, and I think I think that's this is going to be competitive. I know the Bills are one and a half point favorites, but man, I just think this might be whoever gets the ball last. Legitimately,
0: I, I do too. I think it's going to be in the 30s tonight.
1: It wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it's, I said that about the it's, Chiefs it's game. One of the,
0: and the Bengals would have been in the 30s, but the Chiefs couldn't freaking score. So that kind of screwed up the shootout because the Chiefs just couldn't do anything early. And then obviously we the have a left lead, 11
1: points on the board. Yeah,
0: exactly. Tyler Boyd dropped the easiest touchdown of his career and they still yeah. do, what, had what, 27? So they, they yeah. would have had 30 if Tyler Boyd yeah. just caught the easiest touchdown ever. And the Bengals went for it on fourth down and didn't get it right. Fourth and goal, I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the Bengals left a lot of points. The, yards-wise, the Bengals had a lot of yards. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they did. I just, the Bills' defense is better than the Chiefs, though.
0: They are, but at the same time,
1: like quite, it's a almost bit.
0: like when these, when you, when these quarterbacks match up that are just this good, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's like, what defense could create yeah. a turnover? It's not really like neither are going to stop either, I feel like, Which, once they
1: get rolling. I know Burrow doesn't have the hot, doesn't have the turnover worthy plays like that Allen does, but he's been unlucky with them. So that's still something yeah. you've got to, Gotta worry about. Joe Burrow um, throws a lot of but, picks like the that they Bengals... are just like
0: mind-numbingly like scratch yeah. your head. Not like a bad read, just like how did that happen? Exactly. Like T.J. Yeah. Watt made the greatest defensive lineman play I've ever seen. Like <laughs> it, not sat, like not rushing the passer, just like in coverage wise, that was
1: insane. It's so good, it made J.J. retire. Like, well, TJ's better than me. I gotta quit.
0: Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm shocked J.J. Watt retired, but
1: I I get it. Yeah. I get it. it it's it's time. Yeah. Yeah. With it with his heart issues. I kinda Yeah, get I get it. it. But... he's
0: just having a good year this year. That's why I was kinda shocked.
1: Yeah. And um but uh anyway, with uh with Burrow's turnovers, like you said, Watt makes some incredible plays, A corner made an incredible catch in Pittsburgh. Like the the Patriots, the second one that got returned for a touchdown, that was definitely Burrow's fault. Like I don't care if miscommunication or what, but you gotta you can't throw that up like that. I don't care who your receiver is. You're just gifting a pick in that play. But otherwise, I would say, yeah, Burrow's been pretty unlucky. But the Bengals' defense also hasn't been great at actually capitalizing on turnovers outside of that Tampa Bay game. No. So no. Allen might be able to get away with a couple
0: Yeah, and tonight.
1: like,
0: I feel like they're just, our, our defensive players are not sure-handed besides like Bates makes some nice catches, but a lot of yeah. them can't catch anything. Can't catch a yeah. cold out there. I feel, like life, I feel like my whole life. I feel like my whole life, legitimately, like we've just not had good hands on our defense. <laughs> Am I wrong for saying that? Like, I feel like we've never had a ball hawk besides, like, like uh, Reggie Nelson. That was the last like ball hawk. Reggie I mean, Nelson Bates is. Ball. Bates is a the ball hawk. Defense. I guess. Okay, like, I was that eleven two and years five. Five team was, was
1: was pretty <laughs> turnover heavy from what I remember, but yeah. How old were you, like, <laughs> eight during that? that? seven yeah. <laughs> I was eight yeah.
0: seven or yeah, eight yeah I was I was <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I was like eight at that point but <laughs> yeah <laughs> the that's first what I said Like,
0: I I was actually I was a lot smarter of a sports fan at eight or nine than a lot of people in my like I knew what I was talking about but I, I was just don't like
1: eight or nine than I am now <laughs> yeah almost almost
0: <laughs> almost bro and I feel like but when I talk about stuff like that to other people, like I'll be talking to somebody, and I just think to myself, I was like, I was like seven during this, and I'm talking about like the 2010 Bengals or like the 09 <laughs> Calves. I'm like, I was seven. Like, <laughs> people are listening to my. It's just funny. It's just funny. But I do remember that stuff. But it's it's just funny to think about. Um, yeah. I think if the Bengals can create havoc on Josh Allen, we'll be able to force a turnover, a pick, a bad decision. If we can get in the backfield and. It's going to be hard to sack that dude. I mean, he's hard to sack. But if we can even just create him to rush into a bad pass, that's just as productive, if not more productive.
1: Yeah, because if you can create, like you said, turnovers, I think turnovers are going to be the key in this game. I just think they're so well matched on both sides of the ball that it's going to be tough. The, you got it. It's whoever gets the turnovers tonight, and that's What's not the a great sp- position to be in.
0: What's the spread now? Last time I checked, Bengals were one-point favorites. Did it go back in favor of the Bills? Do you know?
1: The Bills are one-point-five-point favorites. Yeah. One-and-a-half right now.
0: now? So that's yeah. telling you, they think the Bills are like three-and-a-half-point favorites at home, which is I don't know about that say if yeah. the bills were at home well i don't know that is also buffalo It's going to be snowy buffalo as weather. hell yeah, yeah so
1: <laughs> that's also why this game is important man you get this tiebreaker over the you base, don't have to play in buffalo exactly even if you just get the two seed you don't have to play in buffalo yeah, and don't then get me wrong the way kc's been playing maybe they lose in the division around in a surprise and you get the afc championship game in cincinnati
0: exactly and like the bengals and chiefs both like it, it gets cold in cincinnati and kansas city but it's bearable cold it's not buffalo yeah. it's <laughs> negative not 20 s- yeah. snowing like nobody it's wants not, to play I'm in buffalo at the for the afc championship
1: yeah. it's I, not yeah. like i'm looking at the tv questioning how those fans don't have hypothermia with no shirts on like exactly <laughs> cold. like it's gonna like, be
0: 20 here yeah but like, it, it's, it's not it's gonna 50 be
1: 50 right now it's 50 it, yeah right it now. is it yeah, is yeah but like, it'll be nice weather
0: yeah, it, it might be a lot colder, though, in a couple weeks. Yeah, because at the end of this week, it's getting down in the 40s again. So we might see. Yeah. But, if I mean, 40, 40 degrees is really kind of warm to play football in this kind of time of the year. You're fine with yep. 40 degrees.
1: Yep, yep, very much so, especially with the polar plunge we just had. I will not complain about 40 degrees again. Yeah, and right I, don't, I don't
0: think we have any DK Metcalfs out there walking around freaking 6% body fat, <laughs> just walking around shirtless pregame. <laughs> That dude's a specimen. <laughs> when I saw that video, I was like, eh, I think he, he could be a bodybuilder legitimately. <laughs> um yeah. it's shocking well, that guy's not on anything. But um yeah. You ready it's to also... get into our picks?
1: Yeah, let's get into it. Um this is just a tough game, man. I feel like a lot of this is gonna come down to factors we can't know about before the game with turnovers and possession, whoever has the ball last. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> It's just tough. They're both on long winning streaks, so they both got a lot of momentum. This game means a lot to both teams. I know they're in Cincinnati, but I'm just I'm a little too worried about that matchup with Russo. I'm gonna go with Bills 31, Bengals 30 at the gun. Tyler Bass field goal. All right. Bengals cover over hits, and the Bills get the one seed.
0: I'm gonna keep the momentum going. I think. The Bengals are three and zero when you bet against them. I think yeah. so, right? Titans, right?
1: Titans, Chiefs, and jokingly against the Browns. <laughs> yeah, just to keep the
0: stuff going. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the, <laughs> the the they're gonna win mantra going for the just for the luck, you know, the superstitions. I'm gonna take the Bengals here, thirty three to thirty. I'm gonna take a little different score. Um, I expect it to be a very high scoring game tonight. And I think it could be a lot. I think there'll be points left on the board where it could be a 40-point shootout. But I yeah. think I think both teams will throw a pick, like in the red zone or close to the red zone. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just think both quarterbacks are so evenly matched and so good. Something fluky is going to decide the game.
1: It feels like that. And, I, I mean, shoot, who knows? Last year, the January 2nd, Bengals and Chiefs on hey. CBS, man. Bengals hey, we And, it, can cl- and we clenched the, the division, division right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Keep that up. Yeah, so who knows, man. It could, yep. could history could repeat itself.
0: We'll <laughs> I'm with you there. We're really excited. We'll be back tomorrow. You're good for tomorrow, right?
1: Yeah, we're good. We'll be good
0: back tomorrow to uh yep. recap the game, talk about everything. And uh yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I think it's gonna be a huge matchup. And uh yeah, yeah, that's all. See you guys.
1: See y'all.